gonna grow up fun toys you us kids. They got a million toys and toys you us that I like you Everybody and thank you for tuning into our podcast, Go Forth and Adult, where we're having conversations around trying to adult properly. I'm Kimball, sitting here with my dad and the Mr. Anderson, and now it's time to start the show. Hi, gentlemen. Hey, what's happening? How are y'all <laughs> on this lovely Saturday? <laughs> that didn't come out the way I wanted it to. Hey, <laughs> forever. It was an attempt. Um. <laughs> Saturday is good. I mean, just working. You know, works six days a week now. Per usual. That's like your norm now. That's my norm now. No questions asked. Has been for a while. Uh, trying to get a building open. It's stressing me out. I understand. Going with the gray hair win. <laughs> Um, for me, this is interesting. So I just finished a three-day juice cleanse, um, which I'm very okay. proud of myself. Um, in all my temptations, I was able to say no to donuts, a homemade red velvet cake, mm. a barbecue, like Ooh. barbecue grill. Like literally, it was like a full plate of barbecue. Just get some like, here you go. You hungry? And I said no. And then I put on my water bottle like the shield of faith. I'm like, no. Shield of faith. <laughs> I'm satisfied and complete in all my being this moment. <laughs> oh my goodness. Shield of faith. <laughs> um, but I'm proud of myself. So now, no, I'm, I'm really proud of myself. So I think for me, it was a very good exercise of discipline, mm-hmm. um, completing something. And then also, I think for me, it's a, it was a good reset, a pivot point to make better eating choices for myself. Because uh, in a matter of three days, I lost uh, a good six pounds just by nice. that. So my, my opportunity for today is to figure out how do I successfully get back to eating solid food. So as of right now, this month, all I had today was water, avocado, and a grapefruit. But yeah, I'm satisfied. <laughs> You're content. You'll probably get hungry around those two-hour marks when, like, right. your schedule. Oh, so we're done with the show? <laughs> Like, oh, hey, I'm hungry now. Um, well, my update is you all know it's June, and that means that it's Pride Month, and being in the Bay Area, the holy mecca of pride, it <laughs> is definitely a totally different experience. And I actually have a lot of reservations around it, and I'm not sure how... I feel it's not anything in regards to like, oh, I'm uncomfortable or, you know, people's lifestyle and stuff. I just feel like it's kind of a bandaid over what pride is supposed to mean. And that could just be me, an outsider to the community, but I don't see anything that benefits or caters to like transgender people or even just people of color with all of the pride. And like, it's to me, it's like companies are just throwing rainbows and their logos and putting up rainbow flags and everybody's like yep this is supporting the community but Mm -hmm. it's like we're not talking about the rights or like the black transgender women that are getting killed and I'm just like are we just overshadowing it with 
white gay males and drag queens or are we really talking about issues so i don't i don't know but it just not it's hard now, I definitely feel you on that. So I was on LinkedIn the other day, and I noticed a lot of the company logos were, like, in, like, turned to rainbow flags. And I was just like, hmm, this is interesting. And then I remember meeting up with a friend. We went to, like, the local, like, shopping area. And once again, there's, like, all the major, like, high-end brands had all for some try to finesse a way to put the rainbow flag out. One, it reminded me of, like, History Month in the sense, like, oh, it's okay to be Black in the month of February, I was like, okay, yeah, true, you be yourself. And it made me think like, well, it's June, like, okay, this is where you're allowed to be your version of self. So yeah. it just seems like, for me, my perspective, it just seems like this whole LGBT rainbow thing, it just seems like the trend, or like companies are really trying to use this to monopolize and make more money. Then we're actually standing up for causes, standing up for um, a marginalized community, unfortunately, still. Yeah. I think that's a more eloquent way of putting it because right now I just sound like a hater and I'm not <laughs> like I'm ride or die for the cause and I'm just like are we talking about causes but I think that's a really good point no but I guess I think something to uh, build upon what you just said just like yeah none of these people that I'm that I'm aware of are talking about all the black trans women who are being killed but from what I know all their billboards are usually Europeans um, two same gender people holding hands or making out being showing intimacy but even showing the more like diverseness of what does it mean to be part of LGBT so I think even in the representation of a marginalized community there's still the mainstream is the one that's brought up to the focal point <laughs> mm. that's a good point those are my thoughts <laughs> so my struggle right now is deciding if I'm about to go to the pride parade tomorrow um, well, yeah, you are right there. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Any more updates, Dad, about your job, or are you just leaving it at that? Like, hey, y'all, work six days a week. <laughs> I ain't got no updates. I'll be working. Period. I legit, I legit don't have no any updates. Like, <laughs> literally, work is work is all I do. Hey, y'all, um, I'm at work. That's my update. caravan is popping soon. I'm getting oh. ready for a trip. Where you going? To, wait, Should you going to that? Yeah. With who? I want to go. Yeah. Uh, my buddy's bachelor party. party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what's up. That should be fun. Twenty deep. Jesus. Mm. It's gonna be bananas. Oh, <laughs> and they won. It's about to be lit. <laughs> they got their first oh. win. We out here. We out here. We the North. <laughs> <laughs> like, all of a sudden, we the North. Where'd that come from? <laughs> like, everybody's like, uh, I got a whole, marketed, <laughs> a whole marketed team dedicated to it now. Sweaters, <laughs> t-shirts, hats. Everybody. I wore, <laughs> right after the championships, I had on, like, a red shirt going to work. It was like an Ivy Park hoodie. And they was like, you got to take that off. I was like, first of all, relax. Why? It's okay. Because I'm in Oakland. You know, oh, they've been mad and bad. hurt. And they're like, you better not have on no North stuff. I was like, first of all, sir, this is Beyonce. Okay. So, I was like, how does Ivy Park got to do anything? They just saw the red. So from my um, back, they just see a red t-shirt. They were in their feelings. Everybody mad. Like it's fine. Didn't nobody get paid. <laughs> right. It wasn't shooting in the gym. 
they wasn't you wasn't even playing. <laughs> Whatever. You couldn't even make it on the court. <laughs> right. <laughs> what is a layup, sir? What is it? Because right. <laughs> like... I ain't been to a game all year. <laughs> Big man. Just started watching in the playoffs. Like, what? <laughs> you ain't even got a team. <laughs> um, okay, we're done here. I'm sorry. You sure we just let it Mr. all out? Mr. Anderson, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Um, so today's episode is Car Fats. And um, those who know, Car Fats is basically... Um, a platform where you can get the receipts of a vehicle. So, you know, the history, the ins and out, who touched it, who didn't touch it, and blah, whatever. Show me the car back. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, on social media, interacting with friends, there's this term called gas up that I hear frequently. And according to the Urban Dictionary, gas up is defined as to inflate someone's ego via compliments, praise, or actions, or having to... Ha- are having too high of an opinion of oneself when actuality is unwarranted. And this is how you use gas up in a sentence. I would tell him he was not, he has nice eyes, but I didn't want to gas him up. He knows he's good looking as it is. That was provided by Urban Dictionary. Um, as we know, life, you know, life. The truth of source, Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Weber who? <laughs> no, is it Webster or Weber? Webster. Uh, he, you see who my source information is. <laughs> um, you know, as we all know, life in adulting is very hard, which is the whole premise of this show. Um, but I know one of our underlying questions, is it all worth that at the end of the day? We often forget what's taking the first step of acknowledgement or even deciding to make a decision is the hardest. We often do not even take the time to take towards a leap of accomplishment. Uh, take the leap towards an accomplishment because we always wonder, wonder about the what ifs and perceptions and how people might react and things like that. <clears throat> Basically, afraid of the unknowns. Maybe we feel so invested in what we do that taking it in itself feels like a minor decision. Maybe we forget that we can be our own cheerleaders in, li- in life in our businesses. Um, I know that's my own personal struggle is just like really acknowledging how far I've come in life. Um, things like that. Mm. So today's research question is, how do we remember our own car facts and gas ourselves up? And essentially, how do we become our own cheerleader? Thoughts, anyone? How do we become our own cheerleader? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I mean, personally, I just got a lot of belief in myself. And I fully understand. First of all, I already believe in myself, so I don't have these problems. <laughs> I think I, I think people have this like confusion about self when something gets difficult, right? And like mm. people can frustrate themselves to no end when dealing with something or going through something that they don't feel like they're strong enough to do or they want to throw themselves a pity party when it's just mm-hmm. in my head like when I'm when I'm thinking about gassing myself up celebrating myself it's just a matter of me really thinking about the reality of my situation overall what am I doing what are the resources that I have around me how am I tapping into those resources and then like how do I move forward from there 
Um, but I've never been one to to really like rely on people for assurance. Um, and like I've never needed a pat on the back or the acknowledgement of me doing a good job or me doing a bad job. Like I've always been self-driven, if you will, to like do the things that I've wanted to do or not. So um, that's how I gas myself up. Look in the mirror and say, "You got this." Oh gosh! <laughs> oh, that makes a good point. Um, I think I'm just getting to a point where I value my own perspective of my actions versus someone else. I don't think I've ever needed someone to say "good job" or "congratulations," but I do think people that I view as successful or in roles that I want to be, their perspective on that congratulations or good job is meaningful to me. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's necessarily like me gassing myself up, but like if a mentor congratulates me on getting a new job or getting promotion or some task, that will hold heavier in regards to where I want to be just because I look up to them. Um, mm -hmm. Generally, like I have a solid group of friends that gas me up about anything I do. Like, I could be like, yeah, y'all, I got my eyebrows done. Okay, sis, I see you. Like, it's just, like, simple stuff that have no, like, thread. really, like, really just, oh, oh, my socks match today. Oh, who not out here? Like, it just, like, it's so random. You know? So, I have a really good group, and I think those people, a lot make me more comfortable to gas myself up in situations mm. where I started sending things to gas myself up to them. Like, hey, y'all, I just called um, to let you, you like know. Present. Yes. <laughs> so, like, here you go. Begin. <laughs> literally, on, I was on BART last week, and I walked past this mirror, and I was like, hey, y'all, I'm thick out here. Like, I'm <laughs> so then I called my friend just to tell her that I was thick today and she was like did you just call I did and I just want you to know oh, and, I was like, and the gym been working and she was like okay so <laughs> thanks so I don't really have a problem with it but like dad said once I get into positions where I'm either uneasy or uncomfortable or feel like I don't belong I think those are a little mm. bit harder than just kind of like general day-to-day -day. so like if I mess up something or I'm doubting something I said in an argument with someone I care about I think those are the times where I'm least likely to be like oh no great Shauna like you communicated so regardless that was fine I feel like I kind of poke holes in my own so when times are trivial it's not as easy to keep optimism in front if that makes sense mm-hmm um, I definitely agree with both of you. And I think for me, um, I've just recently realized this pattern that I have is that, yes, I believe in myself, but I actively look out for assurance of my, of that thought. So, um, like even at work, so we use this platform called 15.5, where essentially you can like highlight, uh, the goods and the ups and downs of the week. And at the end, there's a section where you can give someone like a virtual high five. So I realized for me, like I'm now month four into my job 
And for me, it makes me feel good. My goal is to get a high five each week just for my reassurance. Like, okay, I did well this week. So, yeah, I know I can do this. I'm X, Y, and Z. You know, look at the mirror and take all the selfies. But I know for me, I actually look for that research. I think that reassurance, just like the title says, Carver, just to, like have my own receipts. So when stuff pops off and I forget that, I have like a record. Like, okay, no, I'm good. So, yeah. And then now that I think about it, I was like, is that why people do like are so bent over making sure they get likes on certain pictures on Instagram? Probably. Mm. Probably. Oh my gosh, I just y'all watched Black Mirror. I no, did. People are telling me about season? that show though. Y'all have to watch Black Mirror. It's ridiculous. Like it's amazing. The new season? I haven't even started the new season because I'm shook. Like Twitter was telling me about the first episode and I just can't. But oh, this reminded yeah. me of this. Someone had not seen it uh, yesterday and I made them watch the episode and the episode actually was about like, so they don't intertwine at all. They're just random uh, different things, but it's supposed to be a satire on co- on basically society today and just like things that we hold value for, like what that means. So there mm-hmm. is this one episode mm-hmm. where there's this, basically you get likes and that dictates your status in life and you can only access things based off of your score so there will be like influencers that are 4.7 and above so every time you interact with someone they rate you so you order something at starbucks oh you didn't like their smile you give them a three or like they pushed you so you lower their score like it's really random and literally the scores are like above your head so when you see them you can when you look at someone your feed is basically scrolling through your mind and or like their score so it tells you what that is so like for example in the episode somebody at work broke up with their boyfriend and that lowered their score and so his score kept dropping (laughs) and but when you get below like a 2.5 then you can't go to like starbucks or you can't open doors and like your workplace and stuff like that and this girl was literally going to therapy, learning how to get her scores up. And they're like, yeah, so if you get likes from social influencers, you can do this. And if you do this, you can live at this apartment if you get, like, more rankings. Like, it basically was talking about just, like, the optics of life. And her famous best friend was getting married. And, of course, she's like, oh, this is my chance to become elite. And then life just took a turn and she got below the number and panicked and it was just insane so long-winded answer but i do think that that is why people like likes because it's validating something good in their life like you're only gonna post the positive stuff that you want to see so why would i post anything vulnerable or negative and then when people don't like it it means like oh my gosh who am i and what does that dictate I wish they really would remove likes because I'm only posting what I like. So clearly you like and it don't make no sense because I liked it. <laughs> first time I put it up there. In my mm-hmm. mind. That's true. <laughs> well, I that's think that's true. it. I think that there's a, I think there's been talk about removing the like button for like mm-hmm. Instagram likes. Yeah, there's that. And people are shook. That'd be interesting. Yeah. But I think the only people really upset about it is the people that makes money off of it. So, like, if you have a certain amount of likes, that's promo for people or they get paid based off of likes. So mm-hmm. I can see how, quote unquote, social influencers would be upset if I'm out here selling flat tummy tea and I don't know if people are liking it. <laughs> I don't know if using my code. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> Even it's flat tummy tea. <laughs> 
like a reoccurring thing. That's so easy. <laughs> You're a hater, yo. It's cool. I'm not That's crazy. This, this Black Mirror show sounds kind of interesting, though. No, you but, would love it. I think you, you would appreciate you it. You would really like it. Like, I like it. sounds like social capital as a form of economy. Yes. For that like, episode. Who am yes. I? But every episode is oh. different. Every episode is completely oh. different. New characters. Oh, okay, I it. mean, it's the same people. They're just in different roles. Like, there's some about politics, corruption. Mm-hmm. There's some about murder. There's some about, like, technology. And oh, so there's no specific. There's no, no specific. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I think this is what. Uh, yep. just yeah. Got you, got you. Okay. Each episode, yeah, each episode makes you question and challenge what is the norm in current society. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. <clears throat> I'm gonna give you the warning now. The first episode—that's true too. Gotcha. Um, the first episode—I said the first episode of the new season is gonna have y'all both shook. I'm just gonna put With that the up. black people. Yeah. That's what someone told me. That's why I don't. I may just skip it honestly and just go. No, you—you no. you need to go ahead and just—it's okay. You got Maybe this. I <laughs> You got this. Wait, like, is it something that I could watch and like go to work with others, or is it like a no. when they see us? <laughs> no, it's not a win. It's not a win when they see this moment. Yeah. It's more just like. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, when I, I watch when they see us, I was livid at others, <laughs> and I did not care. Like, I'm so happy I watched this Saturday. Because if I would have watched it Sunday and woke up, at, like, I probably would have got fired because I was blaming everyone. No, I do remember oh your text. Like, I, found her, I found out where she lives. I found out where she works. I was like, it's I was on her head. <laughs> I done stalked this woman. That's why she ain't on Twitter now. Sorry, the whole campaign. Like, I don't have time. All right, back to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> So I know what I've noticed is when when challenges arise, it's easier to speak. I'll say no, I'll reframe it. I'll say like when you know you have a friend or family member, they're going through something, it seems more easier to be able to sit there, encourage them and let them know they got this. But then I'll, mm-hmm. um, from my experience, it's hard to use that same methodology for oneself. Have you all experienced that? And if so, like what are some things, some workarounds? Wait, say that again. I didn't catch that. So, like, before. I, I, I own this in the sense of like, it's easy for me to like support a friend. Like, I get a text from her, get a call. Like, I have no problem be a doctor feel for other people. Like, oh, did you look into mm-hmm. this? And have you thought about that? Or how you look at this opportunity? But then for me, I just was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's just like, mm-hmm. how do we take that? How do we become like our own self help guru? Mm. I think that's. Kind I think of that's what... something to. Oh. Oh, <laughs> Try well, to go ahead. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I think that's kind of what Dad touched on in his first point that it's always easier for like other people. Um, oh wait, I don't even think that's what he said. Let me come back. <laughs> I don't I I never mind. Dad, you go first. I'm gonna come back to my point. <laughs> Just cut me off. Well, to me, to me, to me, it seems like human nature, or our human nature, allows us to 
automatically disassociate ourselves with things that just aren't in our face. And so like, in situations like that, it's, these are, these are temporal moments of, of support that you can offer for a situation that in actuality doesn't particularly concern you. Like you're not living with that situation. So whatever it is that's happened in that person's life, you can be there with them in that moment, supporting them through that moment. But the moment you leave them and go live your own life, like you're disconnected from that nine times out of 10. So it's, I can, I can exist in this space with you because subconsciously, like, I know that I'm going to leave this situation and not have to think about it again. With myself, it's like, I can continue to talk myself through a situation or continue to try to hype myself up, but I understand, like, what exists in the midst of all this, and it's, it's something that's perpetual that I just have to continue to live with until I overcome this thing, because it, it directly impacts me. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think that's what it is. Just the ability to be able to to disconnect or reconnect with other people, as opposed to like me having to live with the things that concern me. That makes sense. It's like not necessarily your reality, so it's easier to be optimistic for a hypothetical situation versus like, no, I know my own factors, my own triggers, the the whole story versus what someone's just presenting. Um, exactly. I also think for me, I am very empathetic and I'm also very good at not taking my own advice. So it's <laughs> really easy to be like, no, this is great. Like you just need to communicate, blah, blah, blah. And then someone's like, yeah, have you communicated with such and such? And I'm like, no, forget him. And they're like, okay. So, um, mm-hmm. I just have my own process of getting to hype myself up or even just like gassing myself up or coming to terms with the situation so if you all both came to me with a problem of course I'm going to be empathetic just because I care about you and like dad said it's not my problem it's just my um advice that's given that's either warranted or unwarranted but it has no direct impact on me at all so I can gas you up the whole way because I don't know there's not going to be a negative opinion from my perspective that's going to come of it Now, for me, I always start with the worst. So if you hit me with some sidebar, I'm immediately going to the negative thing. And that's just how I process. And then I'll go through like, no, here are the logical factors. No, it's okay, Shauna. Or um, like getting to the end result where I have to gas myself up, but I go through the reality of the emotions and feelings first and then come to a solution. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what, at the end of the day, it's, it's either happening or it's not, and I'm okay with those options. So mm-hmm. I ultimately mm-hmm. get to the gassing and like, no, we're lit. Like I'm literally the love of everyone's life, but it takes me a minute to get there. <laughs> oh man! Um, but it's I'm literally the love of everyone's I'm life. Literally, I don't know why y'all just don't acknowledge it yet. Like, <laughs> period. So <laughs> no. To, to your point of to your point about I'm not someone that takes my own advice sometimes. I think that we we actually give advice that doesn't necessarily resonate with us. It may be yeah. something we've heard or something that we've seen someone else benefit from, but like yeah. not all the advice that I give to somebody resonates with me. Right? Mm-hmm. If I hit somebody with like, yo, you're dealing with a situation write it down and figure it out like 
Yeah. Me personally, I'm not writing anything down. It's just not <laughs> something that well, I do in my natural state. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, maybe at times it will work, but for the majority of times, it's uh, it's just not something that I, it, it's something that I've picked up along the way that may be solutions to dealing with whatever a person is going through. That's a good um, point, especially if we're detaching. It's like, here are things that I've heard work and or things right. that are coping mechanisms. So it's almost like a comfort um, for other people. Now, I do think that I have different levels. If you are someone that comes to me and I'm like, hey, here's an example of things that can help. And then you come back and you're and I'm noticing you're the red flag in it. <laughs> then I'm really like, okay, sis, this is who you are. Like, grow up. Like, there is no empathetic advice. I'm not going to gas you up in a situation where you don't deserve to be gassed up. So, hey. uh, no, that makes sense. I'm you need real to with grow this. up. You, no, you grow up. Struggling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You keep coming with the same problem. Grow up. Like, I can't. And I'll no, tell myself can't. that, too. Jeez. <laughs> um, <laughs> It makes me think like a lot of the advice that I've said or shared with people is all the stuff I read in books. <laughs> now that I think about it, like all the self help, <laughs> like how to do better books, it's usually like, you know, like a little nugget, like, oh, Charles, that's deep. I was like, well, thank yeah. you, X, Y, and Z, Arthur. <laughs> well, Oprah said, <laughs> no, no, I did. Well, Quintai, I love. <laughs> I heard one time. In Philippians 16 4, um, God will never leave you astray. <laughs> Not today. Um, but I think, speaking of self-help books, but I think one of the things I had to like check myself on is like this idea of something was wrong with me and I did fix it instead of mm-hmm. switching on my mind. Like, no, like, Charles, you're good. You're good enough. You're, um, I like one of my new affirmations is, is like, you're um, welcome and was it? Damn, I forgot my own mantra. <laughs> Cause it's <laughs> I forgot my I forgot my own mantra. Oh my what? You are. I forgot what I live by. <laughs> I forgot all about what I live by. <laughs> I told you it was new. Hold on. Uh, oh, there you go. Hey, and we didn't make any choices, new decisions. No, okay. Um, no. So my new mantra is I'm welcome and wanted in every space that I enter. Because I think sometimes, mm. like, see, look, see, that resonates, right? <laughs> Don't try to finesse it now. <laughs> so, yeah, because, like, um, like, for at least in my personal journey, so this is my adulting testimony a little bit. Like, I've been at work, like, once again, four months, and there's just moments where it's like, do I need to be here? Or should I be here? But then I hear other stories and other stuff like, no, like, Charles, you, you've only been here four months. You still got, you know, take time, like, getting used to the system, getting used to the process and stuff like that. So I think I'm mm-hmm. the like, millennial microwave mindset, like, oh, I should get to be able to get it right here and there. But, like, no, this is a new space. This is a new space you're in, new everything. And just giving my, myself time and grace to, like, really honor that. So, um, mm-hmm. once again, shifting my perspective on that. But I will, my next question is, what do you feel is the difference between confidence and cockiness? Because I think it's a very thin line. <laughs> I think people are just intimidated by confident people, and they are, they therefore 
assert that confidence that a person has is cockiness. And in actuality, it's just their own jealousy that's being reflected on that person. Yeah, that's just going to go deep. <laughs> like a tree. But I do think that there, that there is a, a, like, cockiness is like something that, that I believe is clearly visible. Mm-hmm. And like somebody who's just, like, be humble, you know? Like, who you are and what you do means nothing if you're just not a kind person. You know, you, you address people as though they are human beings. Mm-hmm. I think that's where cockiness comes in, is when you think you are greater than that. Mm. Um, I mean, people, people call me cocky sometimes. It's just like, all right. You think you're cocky? That's how you feel. So be it. Do I think I'm cocky? No. Mm-hmm. I have no reason to be. I've done nothing that, yeah, no. I, do you think I'm cracking? <laughs> no, I don't. Uh oh. Uh oh. I don't. I was just asking. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with the uh. <laughs> I know, right? Like, oh, okay. Like, no, no. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> no, I agree. I think cockiness is when you are not able to acknowledge your wrongdoing. So mm-hmm. I think confidence is more like I'm going with the strength that I have that the Lord himself has given me and I will, this is how, who I am. This is who, I, like we talked about last episode, who I'm showing up in the world to be and this is me. So y'all going to get mm-hmm. this regardless. And I think that comes and shows in your work ethic, your physical, spiritual, mentally, like everything like that. And I think it's just, an abundance of strength that is visible to other people. But I do think cockiness Mm -hmm. is more so like, like, for example, if I said I'm the love of everyone's life and I walk and talk and act like it, but I'm demeaning to people or just like no regard of other people and just not even able to acknowledge my own flaws, I think that's more so cocky than just confident. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause I think you can prep, you can turn on confidence in and, in itself, but cockiness, I don't think you can turn off. I can see that. Yeah. I think for me, the very, <clears throat> on the same vein of both of you, like, cockiness, I feel like that sense of annoyance, where I, I feel like where you feel like the need to recite your resume, and all this, oh, I've did this, and all these I statements, I'm just like, alright, I'm good. It's cool. While yeah. confidence is like, when you can speak of an experience or something you done, alright, cool. Like, um, I feel like uh, confidence has like that foundation of proven results, while cockiness is just mainly talk. Um, and, mm. and interacting with people, I'm reminded of the scripture where it said, "Let other praise you." And then even I've heard that in like other like business settings where like it's when you get that third party endorsements, that's what really helps like put, position you perspective wise. So I think when every mm-hmm. person I've noticed when I'm interact with people and they feel they need once again to recite their resume i'm usually turned off like nah i'm good um while on the other hand like oh charles you should or you should meet such and such or they you know let me introduce you to such and such like i think that right there has a determinant factor of like um what's the true authentic version of stuff and like the the representative as we talked about before <clears throat> that's a good point Cognitive to me too is also this this uh this this attitude of, of you should listen to me you should follow me because I know what's mm-hmm. I know what's right entitlement yeah. without yeah like I'm 
a little bad, bit complex. Bad dude. Yeah. Right. But when all facts are proof of evidence of that. <laughs> right. Um, all right. Maybe, maybe I am a little copy. I don't step think one is acknowledgement. Tell people that. <laughs> I don't think you're entitled. Mm. I think you get cocky like when you quit job. Oh yeah, me? See that. <laughs> but everything else is confident. I think you can turn on cockiness <laughs> when you feel disrespected. <laughs> like, do you not know who I am? That's when That's you get cocky. I feel like. <laughs> When inner capital comes out. With Kevin Durant, I'm Kevin Durant. Right. <laughs> you not know who I am? Oh, you thought wrong. Um, all right. So last oh, question. Man. Um, how do you amplify what you're already doing? So since the title is Carfax, how do you create that Carfax? And so you have that record of who am I? <laughs> And, you know, feel free to talk about either personally or professionally. I, I just, I just live. Like, I, I live without regret with, uh, mm-hmm. I live with the notion in mind of, you know, what can I do to make today better for me? What can I do to make today better for somebody else? Mm-hmm. And just acknowledge my mistakes and continue to just move forward. And I don't dwell on just the small things in life that um, people can sometimes get so caught up in. So that amplification for me, it's just, yo, this is who I am. And all I can do is just get better from here. And as long as I have the opportunity and the space to grow, I'm going to continue to do that. And so this is what you get. And, it's just just that full confidence in self mm-hmm. that allows me to to amplify who I am. Amen. <laughs> I'm really good at amplifying professionally because mm. I am very confident in that spectrum of my life, and it could come off cocky because I know my shit, and I wish somebody would. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm. <laughs> And I'm really of the mindset that you hired me to do this and this is what we're going to do. So shut up or boss up. Like there's nothing. (laughs) But it's also a very raw form because I am a very strong advocate for team players. So I am very empathetic Mm -hmm. of my team. I am very fluid and like I really get as Mr. Anderson mentioned, like praises from other people in regards to just like my professionalism at work and my transparency and vulnerability. So I feel like professionally, I have a good balance of who I am, what I want to do, but that's just because that's my passion showing up Mm -hmm. at work, not necessarily Kimball, if that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. I do have a lot of negative feelings towards just the politics of my profession and just leveling and things like that. But I also don't let that impact my job, which I think is how I amplify my own skills. And I don't think a Mm. lot of people are able to do that. I know there are unjust things that are happening at work, but I go about a honest way of how to figure that out. I may panic with y'all on the phone, but when I show up to work, it's like, this is what we're about to do. Here's the plan. It's full. So amplifying that, I think I'm okay. 
Now, personally, I don't think I do a good job of amplifying that just because I feel like I'm still trying to figure out who I am and what I want to do. And when I say like who I am, I don't mean like, oh, I'm lost. Like I know who the F I am and like what I do and bring to the table. But I think it's just being consistent with myself and what I'm asking of other people. So I think I need to kind of amplify. Um, actually, I need to turn down <laughs> my own flaws or my perception of my flaws in human error and amplify that I am human and it's okay to not always be on point when at mm. work, I'm always on point. So I feel like I have to straddle the fence in regards to not letting professionally seek into personally, because I'm still holding mm. those themes of being perfect, of being strong, of being the go-to person when in life, I still resemble those qualities, but it's okay to make a mistake. Mm. Um, I don't think I do that well. So I think I just need to amplify the vulnerability and be comfortable with that and I think I'll finally find a good balance of being able to be like yes yeah, sis we communicated today we got out the bed I see you we don't feel good okay <laughs> depression I see you but we out here like, <laughs> like <laughs> we battling what's happening? we out here okay we prayed what's up we gonna take this walk 16 rounds <laughs> exactly <laughs> that just reminds me have y'all seen the meme or like it's like the social media post is like after depression is this guy walking in the field with this like upbeat music just like yeah I got yes. this <laughs> yes that is me that is me totally oh, yeah so that's what I think just need to amplify like we're all not black and white, so. True, I, yeah. What I'm hearing is like, how do we honor our multi-facets I mean, of self? Like, we're not one thing to one people at all one given time, so. Mm -hmm. um, well, you said something that, not triggered, but brought something to light. Like, I know currently I'm having this moment where, how do you, you mentioned that like, you feel really good, like who you are, at, how you show up for work. So one of my, like, things I'm kind of like coming out or trying to work on is like that line of where I feel like I'm too good for this job or I'm too good to be doing X, Y, and Z. How do you like handle that? Well, that's when dad gets cocky. Um, I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say that one more time? I don't think I've ever gotten. <laughs> I said that's when dad gets cocky. Oh. Uh, um, Y'all don't deserve me. Okay. So... <laughs> I mean, it, it's hey. If I if I don't feel like I'm valued here, then no, right? I, I don't care where I'm at. I think we should say this because this actually talks about um, the listener letter, so we can okay. table that and come back to it. Actually, <laughs> all right, the motion passes. All right, so <laughs> for me, when I this question, um, it reminds me how I've meshed two words of advice. So one word of advice was. Um, and kind of aligns with the word intention, like establish what are your three things you want to like get done for the day and fuck with those three things. Because I would get caught up in writing like this list, so I got to do this thing. And you know, vision comes overwhelming, you don't accomplish nothing. So she was just like, just do three things. And those three things, just be happy you did those three things. And one of my work colleagues, um, his word of advice was go ahead and determine, um, take your L's and take your W's. And L mean your lo your loss or your L um, your loot losses, losses, and then your W as in your wins, and then so I think blending us that will establish what are your wins for the day and make sure you execute those. So I think having that so it's a remember okay like like you said like hey I woke up today I showed up work on time 
Mm-hmm. Um, I did, like, for me, I did eat the barbecue, even though it was right in my face and perfectly grilled and seasoned. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, just flashback. But I think, um, once again, you said it. And it's like, what is your win for the day? And just constantly remember that. And um, and that's in per- professionally and personally. So, like, professionally, um, I know there's certain skill sets I want to amplify um, or do more. So, I've recently decided I want to look into web development and challenge myself more, looking, like, getting more in the digital tech side to build my skill set. And then on a personally, for example, doing this juice cleanse. Like, okay, how, how are we taking this seriously? You know, we talked about we're going to do right, we're going to do better you know, thirst trap, like, but what are we actively doing and established for that? So I say, once again, establish the intention and focus on your wins. <clears throat> are these Anderson keys or like, was that your response to the question? Um, a little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, everyone. I think it was definitely insightful. I definitely took my notes in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with the Anderson keys. <laughs> There it is there. <laughs> okay, well now let's transition to the point of our show called the Gray Area. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, did we not hear that? I, I I mean we heard it, but it doesn't it wasn't like as exciting as previous. Well, he said he's been working six days a week. You're right. So let's be good. Thank you. <laughs> I guess. Um, so it said, <laughs> I was like, what? I'm just playing. So it, this letter, they don't have a name. So I'm just going to say it's from subject. I don't know why. <laughs> I like that. Because the email says recipient and subject. So I just said subject. And it's actually straight to the point. It said, on previous episodes, you all mentioned a lot about quitting or being content with leaving your job. When did you all know it was actually time to leave or were you over embellishing uh, different things? I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I like that. On previous episodes, y'all clearly ain't got a problem with quitting. Well, Previously on Go Forth an Adult. <laughs> I'm quitting. I'm moving. I'm leaving. I'm done. Um, I'm really good at leaving. So, yeah, oh. let's just tackle that. I know, right? That was deep. I should come well, back to that point. Experience. Um, I think from my experience, when I moved from San Diego to the Bay Area, I think I just reached a point where I wanted something completely different. Um, and when in regards to like a feel, a location, like I was living in San Diego for college, mm-hmm. uh, including college years, like for a full decade, and I just was ready for something different. Um, and the opportunity presented itself, and I moved my life around to accommodate that opportunity. I'm no longer pursuing that opportunity, but fortunately, so many other doors have opened from that. So I think sometimes you just gotta, you know, risk it all and just, you know, try it out so one of my other mantras that i do remember is like you know follow the yeses <laughs> that i do follow, remember <laughs> follow the yeses but i think the question is when did you know it was actually time to leave like how i'm assuming the question is more so like yeah we can leave for other opportunities that present themselves, the but like, 
yeah like what are the red flags well, for me like i said for me i wanted something different so the opportunity just presented itself like i was actively like on linkedin mm-hmm. networking going to events and stuff like that in the bay area before the opportunity even presented itself. like the opportunity from my time of like let's see i decided i wanted some lucid debate was july the opportunity presented itself until december so between those months i was like watering that seed of like okay networking people talking like, like i said going to events so yeah it didn't just happen overnight yeah i'll commend y'all i couldn't get up and go to a different place without having well you got kids <laughs> fully established but i even if that wasn't the case like mm. being like no i'm out i'd be like yeah bye <laughs> um for me, I mean, if you were to look at the resume, you'd think it was time-based because I was leaving jobs every two years, <laughs> like, to, to the date almost. Um, but no, I, I think the way my situations have been, it's just, I, 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 I'm very much one who is in touch with the culture of an organization and what's happening mm. um, just within the teams that I'm working on mm-hmm. uh, and also just personal development like all my uh, job situations career uh, pursuits have been a little bit different from the one previous um, and they've all been interest-based like when I first graduated from college I went into nonprofit then I went into engineering then I went into consulting. And so I, <laughs> as I think about it more now, like mine was a lot, a lot of my decisions were based on just curiosity and things that I felt like I could do and things that I felt like I was ready for. And so every time I left a place, I felt like I had reached a point where there was something else that interested that, that I was interested in. And I was a, I, I knew that I was able to transition into that thing. And so I started to seek out opportunities that align with that thing that I was interested in. And then the culture of the organization I was at just didn't really resonate with me anymore. So I bounced. But I always had something before I left somewhere. Like I didn't, I wasn't one of those who felt the need to go on a sabbatical and find find meaning and purpose and then come back and freelance on something like that. Is this I, I, I always had something always like that. Had something lined up. Yeah. No, it's funny you said that because I was actually debating. I think the next time around I'm taking a sabbatical. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm saving up for the sabbatical. <laughs> a sabbatical, like what? <laughs> I um yeah. well I want to take time to acknowledge your compliment to us because that is something I am (laughs) trying to do better at. A lot of people actually were like, you real life up and left like three times. I say, you right. Because I up and left, went from LA to Atlanta. I went Atlanta back. I went LA to uh, San Diego to the Bay, came back and don't care. And somebody was like, that's such a strong asset you have is just really adjusting and adapting and trying it out and knowing you can come home if it doesn't work out because some people would be embarrassed and then i really start reflecting like 
what should I be embarrassed about? It didn't work out. Right. But right. that is a thing for people. I guess that's just not a current thing for me. So I'm glad I haven't realized that going back is embarrassing yet. Um, <laughs> so I'm proud of myself for that. So thank you for that um, compliment. <laughs> when I decide to leave in all my roles, very similar to dad, I always leave at a year and a half. So I'd be, I don't know, maybe that's just a time frame that I realize everybody's a fraud and decide to leave, or if that's kind of just my track record. But in my current employment, I'm going to hit two years. So that's monumental in general, but I'm already, you know, one foot out the door. But in general, <laughs> I always, being in recruitment, I find that I need to make sure that I am aligning my morals and who I am with the vision of the company. So typically mm -hmm. when I choose to leave, it's because I do not feel or believe in the product anymore and do not want to sell other people dreams on coming to a company that I don't believe in. I would be a horrible salesperson like if something happened because if I don't believe in it, in you, then I can't create or, you know, make events centered around how great this place is because to me, we're impacting people's lives. So that usually right. is kind of like my red flag. So like when I left North of Grumman, there was the change in leadership with Trump and like our missiles mm -hmm. and things. And I just gent personally could not believe in the direction that I felt I was supporting by telling kids or students to work here. Um, so that that's kind of like where I um, align. And like my current struggle is, do I feel valued? Because one of my mentors told me that at these companies that we're at, unless they're our own companies, we are literally going to work mm -hmm. every day and making someone else rich. So yep. we need to make sure that we are being enriched mentally, financially, and spiritually and on all accounts, because this is where we're dedicating the majority of our time and our life. So if I don't feel enriched, then I need to be like, y'all, I'm out. And that comes with, you know, different things. Like, of course, every day on the job isn't going to be perfect. And there are going to be people you don't like working with or tasks you don't like to do. But is the overall mission of the company and your tasks aligning to who you are? I think that makes a big right. um, thing for me. So I've always left when I don't see me reflected in there. And that's not just like as a black woman, that just like, Am I comfortable going up to someone and saying, hey, I work here and I'm proud of it because mm -hmm. that's a part of my identity and my staple um, as I am. So I think that's kind Are of you like going to be an ambassador for the company. <laughs> yeah, because like they're not going to yeah. you're just going to get a paycheck from whoever, regardless. But are you comfortable, you know, someone going on your page and be like, damn, Shauna works for this company did you know they killing people in Iraq? And you'd be like, whoa, like, <laughs> relax. Like, so, you know, I, I think those are big things. So I, I think that's when I decide what to leave. And like right now I'm struggling with, I genuinely believe in the company and what we're doing and like how we're helping and impacting the world. We're not perfect, but I'm trying not to let people I work with influence that. So right now I'm advocating for myself in regards to this is the level I need to be at. This is where I need to be paid because I do this. And if that's mm -hmm. not going to be reciprocated, then I'm going to be out because I don't feel like I'm getting my worth financially. It has nothing to do with that's other people. Point. So it's, you know, just balancing those pros and cons of 
making sure who is in your ear telling you that it's time to leave? Are you allowing other people to gas you up or do you know who you are and are gassing yourself up in that situation? Absolutely. I vote yes. But I'm real good <laughs> at leaving. Like my first line of thinking of defense is always, okay, it's time to leave. And then, you know, I may come back. But I'll see you change the status on LinkedIn. Facts. <laughs> That's when I'm looking for jobs, but <laughs> we're good. But if you have any other um, questions, concerns, comments on these adulting, please go to goforthinadult.com and submit your questions to us. I think that's all I have. Solid. <laughs> I do have an announcement at the end of Dad's Keys, though. Hmm. Sweet. Well, my keys are quick. Um, really, just piggybacking off of what was already said from Mr. Anderson. I think he delivered some phenomenal keys of really talking about gassing yourself up and, and how it is to empower yourself to just be a better you and like grow within within yourself. Um, just focus on your wins is one of the things that he said and, and establish the intention, understand what it is that you're doing in life, why you're doing it, and celebrate those moments that you do get those wins and not necessarily focusing on or too much on the things that don't bring you joy, don't bring you happiness, and aren't allowing you to, to just grow um, personally. So with that said, I think those are some good keys to 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 leave the audience on. And, uh, that's all I got. Okay, so coming back to our announcement, um, <laughs> I don't think the listeners are going to be very excited about this, but we wanted to tell you all that we will probably be taking a longer hiatus <laughs> with this <laughs> show. <laughs> um, in all honesty, we are all just adulting. This is not like <laughs> a Destiny's Child breakup. This isn't <laughs> like a DC3 reunion Coachella type thing. We just really are trying to adult and we can't adult properly and tell y'all how to do it if we're not doing it ourselves. Amen. So yeah. we probably will be wrapping up. You might get like probably two more episodes out of us before we just kind of call it quits. And we just don't know when we'll be back. I don't, I don't really know what else to say, but that's completely to be honest. Determined. We real life have stuff to do. <laughs> so... Uh, gentlemen, do you have any regards or comments that you want to share? Um, I will say, though, um, yes, we are taking a, a extended hiatus, but we still want the conversations going and interaction. So still, you were on social media, interact. We'll still be doing that. And hopefully we can turn these conversations to more of the social media platforms. That's facts. And know that, know that like, we're in, in the midst of our adulting world we're still continuing to work behind the scenes to try to figure out how it is that we can continue to do the things that we enjoy um, yeah. while also living life and making it happen. But, uh, yeah. It's not y'all. It's us. Not <laughs> 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 like we break it up. Like, hey, we just we're, like we 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 good. <laughs> we're human. <laughs> that's fine. Um, but yeah, that's all I have. 
thank you for listening. All right. Go for it. Oh, we didn't tell them the website. Yes, I did. I told them like three times. Okay, never mind. My bad. (laughs) All right. Stay blessed. (laughs) Peace.